If I was to mention the idea of taking some time off to you, my small business friend, there is a very good chance you would laugh, cry, or both. Taking time off seems like worlds away from the daily doing that we do in small business, but a recent camping experience for me where I was forced to kind of cut everything off because I had no reception, we're in the middle of nowhere, made me realize just how valuable these rest periods are. I really got to disconnect from all the noise and the pings and dings and notifications, really reconnect and strengthen that connection with my immediate family and our friends. And not only that, because I had a break, I had time for like the air to clear in my mind and all these new ideas and this fresh energy bubbled to the surface. So when I got back, I was so excited to jump back into work and put it all into action. This is why rest is important, guys. And there's a couple of things I did in the lead up and then afterwards that made this time off much more achievable. And that's this is what I want to share with you in this episode. I want to help you put the things in place you need to start moving closer towards making frequent rest periods more achievable in your business so you can rest, recharge, and come back re-energized about this beautiful business you've created. Ready? Let's jump in. You're listening to Taking Back Joy, a more than marketing podcast. This is where we dive into how to market your regional and rural small business sustainably without being stuck to your screen. I'm your host, Meredith Page, and I was born and raised in a small town full of fantastic small businesses, and now I'm doing the same with my own family. I'm a marketing coach, a mum and a wife, and I want to share with you everything I've learned and I'm still learning about juggling a family, business growth, mental well-being and healthy boundaries. Here we market smarter, not harder, so we can take the busyness out of our businesses. If you're running a small business, raising small humans and trying to make a big difference in a small town, you're in the right place. This is Taking Back Joy. I don't know about you guys out there in the small business landscape in Australia, but April 2022 was horrendous. I don't know who designed the calendar this year, but they need the boot. There was way too much on in April. But in the midst of all that, I was actually able to take a holiday, which is probably partly why it felt like half a month, but these are the things we need to do. So I was actually able to take a break over the Anzac Day weekend. We took an extra day, so we had four days off as a family. And oh my goodness, we all need to do that more often. So we went camping, there was no reception, it was up in the mountains, the weather was great, my phone, but we were off most of the time on this one to take photos of the kids. And we just had a really, really good time connecting as a family whilst being disconnected from all the distractions and the tech and all that kind of stuff. It was amazing. And even better, when I came back, I was so ready to jump back into work. And it made me really realize how important these rest periods are. I think, especially coming from like a tech industry, but I think this probably applies to all industries now, given how much tech and software form parts of our jobs. But I think because tech's allowed us to work anywhere and everywhere, the flip side is that now we feel obligated to work everywhere and anywhere and all the time. It's a lot harder to switch off these days. Um, because we have got, we've got our emails in our pockets. We might have our inventory in our pockets. We might have our customer acquisition software in our pocket. Our CRM might be on us all the time. And so because these things are with us all the time, that overachieving entrepreneurial brain of ours doesn't 
ever really get a proper rest unless we force the issue. Like in days gone by, um, office hours were typically nine to five, five o'clock would come, you'd shut the door, you'd leave all your books and everything at the office, you'd go home and live your life. Okay, so you might bring some paperwork home, but it wasn't constantly getting topped up with new emails, new requests, new pings, new messages. You sort of brought home a finite amount of work that you would get done that night, but there was very much a light at the end of the tunnel. Whereas now, tech means that we're online 24-7, and that's not necessarily a good thing. So I really appreciated taking this break, and I wanted to kind of walk you through some of the things I did to get ready for it, some of the hurdles I kind of had to overcome, and what you can do to start putting yourself in a position where this gets easier because it's so necessary, especially when we are wearing multiple hats where we might be running a business, raising a family, we might be a carer to a relative, we might have just, if you've got a lot on your plate, there's that whole saying you can't pour for an empty empty cup. So setting yourself up for successful rest is something I would really love to help you move closer to, closer towards. So a um, couple of things that I feel like I did right in the lead up to this. One, we picked somewhere that had no reception. So it was very easy for me to say, look, sorry guys, won't be able to take calls or anything from this date to this date. I'm not going to have any reception. It is what it is. The thing is too is that the more you do this and set these boundaries around your rest time, which I'll cover more closely in a sec, the more you get really clear about boundaries downtime, when it's time to switch off, when it's okay to call, you start actually attracting people into your space who have similar values and so therefore are more willing to respect those boundaries because they reflect their own boundaries or what they think is important. So it's very easy, it gets easier and easier to have that conversation when you're putting that energy out there and that's what you're attracting back into your business. Um, definitely set up an autoresponder. I'm very late to the party with autoresponders, but then flip side, I've only just gotten good at actually taking time off. So highly recommending, highly recommending using that autoresponder out of office, holiday mode, whatever it's called in your email service provider, make sure you set it up and make sure you test it before you go. I actually thought I had it set up and it wasn't until I sent myself an email from my husband's email account that I realized I'd done it wrong. So set it up, test it, make sure it's working. Um, if you can, include a link in it to send through to your website and make sure your website's ready to maybe have answer some common questions, maybe has an inquiry form so those people feel like they've at least jumped in your queue. Um, if your website's set up to do a bit of the heavy lifting when you're offline, setting it up for like 24-7 customer service, which is incredibly easy to do, that really comes into play when you are taking time off because it can capture people that are potentially going to become customers, it can answer some questions, it can sort of start pointing people in the right direction just by being really informative, really well organized and really smartly designed. So having a website that you know can handle some of the entry-level admin for you in terms of marketing when you're offline, really, really good start. Um, the other thing that I would point out as something that kind of more hit me when I got back is I noticed as we were getting further and further out of town, my anxiety levels were going up as I soon realized that my window for phone, answering phone calls, responding to text, answering emails was fast closing. And I was frantically trying to send emails in the patchy signal and sign off on a few projects or at least let people know that I'd respond off Anzac Day weekend and there was this as we got further and further out to middle of nowhere the tension I could feel the tension building in my body that 
oh my goodness, I'm going to miss something, something, oh, that's it, it's going to, it's going to be a disaster, I'm going to get back to an exploded inbox, it's just going to be, it's going to blow up, it's, I'm going to miss something important. And that's all like anxiety talking, that wasn't actually the rational part of my brain, because A, I'm not in an emergency service, right? So quite often what I do isn't DEFCON 1 level stuff. And two, I had a very clear understanding of my outstanding projects. Nothing was super crazy urgent that it couldn't wait to the other side of a public holiday weekend. And like, lo and behold, I when we came back to reception on the other side of the holiday, as soon as I turned my phone and I'm like, uh, cringe, here comes the onslaught, I maybe had like five or six emails that were unread and I had maybe two text messages. Like, A, it was a public holiday weekend. Like, everybody was switched off. It was holiday time for everyone. So, like, even my clients were probably off camping with their families. Um, And I'd I'd done the work the week before. I'd let people know I was going away. I'd sort of let people know when they could hear from me next. Like, do the work and then trust the work will pay off. So that was a funny moment I had with myself where all this anxiety on the drive out to the campground was totally unfounded because by the time I came back, it was there was no fire I didn't have to freak out it was five emails and two texts like all of which were not urgent um so yeah sometimes I think we can talk ourselves into thinking something's a bigger deal than what it actually is so give yourself a little bit of tough love when you come into these situations and stop allowing yourself to make excuses for not switching off I think that's the big takeaway here is don't convince yourself that what you're doing is so dire and so unique and so special that it can't be put on hold for a couple of days while you have some downtime or even handed off to maybe a subby who can man the fort while you're away like as as rough as this goes is going to sound you need to realize you're not actually that special okay now i know that comes from a place of immense love and immense admiration for what it is that you do in your business but you need to make sure that you're not such a unicorn that you can't step away from this thing for three days and have a rest. Like, unicorn status sounds great. It's a pain in the ass. Don't let yourself become a unicorn in your own business. So that was some of the things I did prior to this camping trip, um, which I feel really paid off at the end. And so if you want, if you want to try to get your business to a place where you can start taking these breaks, here, I've got three kind of things that I would love for you to start putting in place it's going to move you that much closer to this being achievable um the first one is a super practical one which i picked up from a fantastic online marketer called tyler j mccall um he's an instagram expert but he's branching out to other things lately i highly recommend that you um, listen to his podcast and follow him on instagram i'm going to drop those links in the show notes so something i heard on tyler's podcast and i don't know if it was something he directly said but he's the one that exposed me to this idea and that is if you find yourself repeating yourself record yourself to replace yourself now say that again If you find yourself repeating yourself, pun intended, record yourself to replace yourself. And what that means is if you find in your business you have repetitive processes that you don't love doing, find a way to record them so then they can become training videos for said process for you to then hand off to subcontractor, junior, staff member, what have you. So, I've got a couple of apps that I use all the time for this, and this doesn't mean going and writing a 10-page Google Doc manual. Like, I used to do that for my website clients, and I quickly realized what I was giving them was a a 10 to 20-minute headache they were very unlikely to read. But what I have started doing, and I've been doing for a long time now, is actually 
screen recording myself doing stuff in and around their website so they have it as a resource that they can pause they can follow along with and they can see exactly what I'm clicking and the sequence in which I'm doing it which you just can't articulate in a manual with screenshots and it's so much quicker like if I said to my clients oh you want to know how to change this on your website here's a 10 page google doc complete with screenshots that sounds like a job where if it's like oh you want to know how to change this thing on your website here's a two minute video I put together let me I'll just show how it all works let me send you the link now which of those would you prefer to see the, the key here is that it sounds really achievable and these things are great they're like little extensions you can add to your chrome browser a couple of clicks you can switch it on you can capture what's on your screen or just in a single tab and it'll actually capture your voice as well so you can be explaining the process as you're clicking through it as if the person was sitting there next to you and you can make it non-specific so this video can be handed around your team or it can be handed to multiple people if multiple people are capable of doing this and think about what you can apply this to you can apply this to bookkeeping just be mindful of like sensitive content being recorded in this video you can apply it to your marketing processes like setting up social media posts sending emails um Anything that's like is done on a screen or even off screen, like if you've got processes in your shop that you want to turn into a training video, get someone to help you record the process and then have it sit somewhere like in a folder on like a group debt, like on a group desktop or on the admin computer where people can reference it. Because this, this also helps too if it's a job that doesn't get done very often, but is such a menial task that it's more of a pain in the butt to remember to do it than you'd, than you'd like. So this is a really good way for tasks that don't need to be done very often that you're very unlikely to remember um, from job to job. Video it and then store it away for next time. Um, especially, this is also really good too if you need to put in like a support phone call and you've got a support tech talking you through something. Ask them if they can stop, record the screen and that way you've captured that phone call in a video for you to refer back to next if you have that problem with that piece of software again. So... If you find yourself repeating yourself, record yourself to replace yourself. It's a really good step one in stepping away from your own business. All right, second one, start organizing your tasks. Get everything out of your head, which is not transferable, shareable, copy and pasteable, and put it in a project management tool. I use a fantastic one called Trello, but honestly, there's a bajillion and one of these apps available now, so you can find one that's your particular flavor and see how it works. Um, so what Trello is, it's basically a, a, a board that you can apply lists to, and in those lists, you can add cards, and each of those cards can be a project or a job or an idea or something. Once you sort of move around this app, you'll realize it very quickly. It's like it is what you make it, and you're only limited by your imagination. And you can add multiple people to the board. So you can assign people individual tasks. You can put due dates on certain things. You can create sequences where things need to be done in a certain order. Um, you can link out to Google Docs, videos, websites. Um, it is, once you start exploring it, I'll drop the link in the, in the show notes for this episode. It really is what you make it. And it, again, it allows you to get all this information uncluttered out of your head and into a logical sequence in something that can be shared and distributed because again this is the way you can start bringing people into the fold and stepping back from the daily doing right this is how we get other people on board on what needs doing and you might think there's lots of jobs that only you can do i would challenge you to think not if but how 
your marketing feel less like a fun way to talk about your business and more like a really hard job that you're avoiding? Well, did you know that you could be automating large parts of your small business marketing so you could focus on the bits you love, like sharing information, educating your customers, and showing them all the fun and cool ways they can do business with you? Well, I've put together a free PDF guide showing you all my go-to apps for small business marketing on autopilot. Yes, that's right. You can put large parts of your small business marketing completely on autopilot so they can be working for you 24-7 while you sleep, while you're spending time with your family, or while you're serving customers, or even just spending time on a bit of self-care. <laughs> Jokes, we, we don't have self-care around here. But you should. So how are you going to get started doing that? Well, the next best step is to start automating parts of your marketing. If you want to know more about how you can get your hands on my guide, head over to my website, go to the resources section and pop your details in. I'll send one straight to your inbox. That's my free downloadable PDF with my go-to apps for small biz marketing on autopilot. Head over to the website and grab yours now. How can I train someone else to do this? Not, is this job able to be shared? How do I share this job? If it's not a highly specialized skill or if you're going to run the risk of, you know, some sort of liability, if you're, you as the professional don't do this job, if it's a meaning, if it's not even a menial task, but if it's a basic task that anyone is legally able to do, anyone should be capable of doing, I'd encourage you to find a way to educate the people around you to do it. Um, because it's going to mean that you're not going to get bogged down in $25 an hour work when you could be doing $70 hour work or, as discussed, having a freaking holiday. So look for ways to organize your tasks, guys. Um, and the third one is a headspace one, and it's one I talk about a lot. <clears throat> if you're going to start applying your time to what it is that you want to do, you need to have complete ownership of it. You need to take back ownership of your time. Set boundaries. Your time is yours first and it is yours to share with others. It does not belong to anybody else. You don't owe anyone your time. Now that sounds really high and mighty for boundary newbies, right? But it's it sort of comes down to basic respect. You need to treat your time not as something that everyone else is entitled to, but as a non-renewable resource that you only have a limited amount of. And so you want to make sure you're only allocating it to high-priority things or things that have great value. This might mean value as in spending it with your children, value in it as dedicating it to yourself to refill your cup, dedicating it to your partner, your business, your clients. Um, but take... Try to get into the habit of when someone asks something of your time, don't feel like you have to respond immediately. And this one goes out to all the people pleasers out there who are just like me, who are way too quick to say yes and then, oh, I shouldn't have said yes that quick. I actually don't really want to do that. Look, I'm not, I'm not preaching from the hilltop here. I'm still working on this one. But every time I say a really gracious no to something I don't want to do, a, I feel so much better about the direction the conversation's gone in. And B, it, I know I'm making space for the thing that I do want to do want to do and will enjoy doing that's coming down the track. Now, it doesn't mean you have to say blanket no. Like, we're in business, guys. Put your customer service hat on. It's, I can't do that for you right now, but 
here's an alternative solution. Is there someone else you can refer them to? Is there something something else you can refer them to that might help them? Can you give them like a plan B so they're not, you don't feel like you're completely um, barring them um, and they're not walking away with nothing? Quite often, we've, I've found that when people are quick to, um, they want to get something done, it's more that they want to quickly offload the responsibility of it getting done, not necessarily having the thing done quickly. So if someone's asking something of you, be very clear about, okay, is this a time-sensitive thing or do you just want to know what's underway? If you can spare a couple of minutes to ask some questions in and around what they actually want of you, you might actually find what you think they want and what they actually need are two very different things. So if it's not super urgent and it's not something that you solely are equipped to do, give them alternatives. Do whatever you can to take back complete ownership of your time because it does belong to you and you need to treat it as valuable so that other people will treat it as valuable. If you become the you know the, the doer of all things for everyone else and you become everyone else's gopher, well guess what? No one's respecting your time then, including you. So there's um there's a really good book that I constantly refer to called the four hour work week I'll drop the link into that as well biggest takeaway I took from that book was yeah this idea of taking back your time um another big thing that helps in business with this time ownership thing is um streamlining your communication channels it can kind of feel like you've got um questions coming at you from all angles especially when you've got Instagram DMs Instagram comments Facebook DMs Facebook comments emails phone calls website inquiries like it could feel like you have a lot of tabs open when it comes to people coming at you for help and advice. And we don't want to feel like we're ever missing an opportunity in business. So we keep looking in case it's, it could be more work, could be an income, could be a sale. Um, look for ways to automate this or at least funnel them into the one channel. Because the last thing you want to do is miss um, a bit of back and forth with the customer or yeah just feel like you're constantly having 10 conversations at once because you're not going to be giving people the best of yourself if you're talking to 10 of them at once like imagine if 10 customers were standing in front of you trying to talk to you at once I mean could you have a decent conversation with them probably not so typically what applies offline applies online as well so look for ways you can streamline your requires maybe like one or two channels that you prefer so like I have to stop texting with my clients because I was getting confused as to what feedback had been given to me in what format same as like Facebook messaging I use Facebook messenger for VAs and for group chats with um, client teams so if we're if we've got like a regular sit-down meeting that we have I take that group of people and we have a Facebook chat that complements that because it's it's a way to facilitate that same group discussion but I but I would would not then text those people is where we have our online discussions when we're not in person together so clients I don't phone call because I know that there's multiple decision makers they all need to be in on the decision and their schedules are so we don't really typically talk much on the phone it's either in person when we're together or it's in the group chat people prefer email so they can refer back to it but don't let there be 10 conversations at once happening with the one person think about where you're most likely to gather information and get really clear about that's the best way that they can get the fastest most detailed response from you always try to find ways you can spin it so this is about you being of better service to them this isn't about um, you shutting off conversation and being too rigid it's about 
I've assessed how the communication flows in my business and I want to make sure I'm most present and most clear when we discuss things. Here is here is what that looks like if, you, if we want to make that work. Um, so always phrase things as a solution that's in the client's best interest because it in fact is. It's all about the delivery. Um, so yeah, really guys, the key to taking time off is knowing that it's your time in the first place. I hope my camping experience not that we talked much about camping it was more about the before and after it but i hope this has given you an opportunity to look for ways you can start lining yourself up for taking back control of your time and then applying it to some well-earned rest so you can truly switch off take a moment and then once the dust has settled and you've relaxed and rejuvenated you're going to be brimming with ideas and energy and you can't wait to dive back into your business that's the end game here guys is to re- literally recharge the batteries so you have enough energy to dive back in and go into the next wave thanks for joining me for another episode of taking back joy a more than marketing podcast speaking of marketing did you know you can put large parts of your marketing on autopilot That's right, with apps, tools, and software that are really easy to use, you could be putting large chunks of your marketing pipeline on autopilot, which means that you could be acquiring customers, educating them about about your business, and moving them closer to a sale, all while you're doing the dishes, running your business, spending time with your family, or heck, just catching up on some sleep. I've put together a free PDF guide showing you my go-to apps for small business marketing on autopilot. It's completely free. Head over to the resources section of my website and grab your copy today.